Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, and hobby enthusiast. Are you now? I am. Might as well call me Stitchy Mitzi. Uh, Mitchy Stitch? Sewing gal. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. And we have an episode today that will bend time and space and help you reuse food. It's day three of Scallion Week. First up, we are going to grow some science in our pressing question segment. And I'll be taking a restful week to learn lots of new hobbies. Jealous. To the theme song. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. The tortilla chip, I think, is especially comfortable. Mystery recipe. So, Mitzi, what's all this about hobbies? Well, I know there's going to be a bit of downtime for me and you in this week's experiment, so I made a list of hobbies I want to try. I'll finally have some time to focus on some me projects, you know? That's an awesome idea, Mitzi. Great thinking. What's the first thing on the list? Well, I want to try my hand at some embroidery. That's when you make pictures on fabrics with needle and thread. And I'm a pretty decent sewer for obvious oven mitt reasons, so I think it should be pretty easy to pick up. Well, good luck, Mitzi. While you work on your embroidery skills, it's time for pressing questions. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate the science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. I'll go through everything you send us. We're excited to hear from you. All right, let's listen to today's question. Lots of recipes use scallions like tacos, stir-fries, and lettuce wraps. I've seen each scallion has roots. Does that mean I could plant them and grow more? Great question. That was Chloe from Boston. Let's do an activity in order to find the answer. If you want to try this activity along with us at home, here's what you'll need. Scallions, water, chef's knife, ruler, cutting board, tall glass or mason jar, and a sunny windowsill. So in order to get to the bottom of whether or not you can plant scallions, I called up Chloe to help us with this experiment. Hey, Chloe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. I'm so excited to have you here today to do this science experiment. Grown-ups, if you want to see photos and more detailed instructions on how to complete this activity, you can head to atkkids.com slash regrow. All right, Chloe, are you ready to get started? Yes. Well, today's experiment is going to work a little differently than usual. I'm going to get started with you here today. We are going to place the root ends of some scallions in a glass or jar with some water. And then you and your mom, who also happens to be our executive food editor, Susanna. Hi, Susanna. Hi, Molly. 
Every day, you and your mom will replace the water in the jar and check in on these scallion whites. Sound good? Yes. Awesome. Before we get started, let's make some predictions. What do you think will happen to the scallions? I think that they're going to (laughs) grow. Great. They might start to regrow. How quickly do you think they'll regrow? Will it take a day to be back to its original height? A week? A month? Longer? Three weeks. All right, well, there's only one way to find out. Let's get this experiment started. So how many scallions do you have there with you, Chloe? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Great. We'll only want to use about four to five for this experiment. So let's start by grabbing a chef's knife, a cutting board, and a ruler. And some adult supervision if you aren't comfortable with a chef's knife yet, young chefs. Use the chef's knife to cut off the scallion greens on four or five scallions, one at a time, leaving the roots, white bulb, and two to three inches of light green part intact. Save those scallion greens for another use, please. You can try our rice noodle bowls with pork and scallions, which you can find the recipe for at atkkids.com slash rice noodle. Nice chopping there, Chloe. So you have five scallion whites with their roots intact. Next up, we want to add about two inches of water to your drinking glass or jar. Perfect. You can place the scallion bulbs in your water, root end down, so that the top of the light green part is sticking out of the water. And go ahead and put your glass in a sunny location. Great. Amazing job. Well, that's it for our setup today. Now we wait. Growing plants takes time. Chloe, we'd love for you and your mom to change the water out of that jar every day and record a quick check-in for us. During the check-in, carefully measure how tall the scallions are so we can track how quickly they're growing. Sound good? Sounds great. Awesome. And listeners, lucky for you, we won't have to wait a day to find out what happens next. Thanks to the magic of podcasting. Instant gratification! Oh, hey there, Mitzi. How's the embroidery going? Great! Here, I made this for you. Mitzi, it's beautiful. It's an embroidered scallion. It looks lovely, so textured. Thanks! How's the segment going? It's going really well. We just got all set up and are about to fast forward. Ready, Mitzi? I think so, Molly. The listeners will jump forward in time with these fast forwards, but we will not. So I plan a full week's worth of crafts and hobbies. Are you ready to hobby harder than you've ever hobbied before? I'm ready, Mitzi. Great. But since we have all week, I figured we could start by catching some Zs with Oliver for a few minutes. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's fast forward and see how these scallions are looking after one day. Safety pancakes, safety pancakes, safety pancakes, safety pancakes. Safety pancakes, safety pancakes, safety pancakes, safety pancakes. Hi, Molly. So it's day one, and it looks like the scallions have grown a quarter to a half inch. Pretty cool. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, not quite ready yet. Let's skip to day three. Is it day three already? Gosh. 
golly, I slept through those first two days. I need to get a hold of my sleep cycle, it seems, but uh, that's okay. Plenty of time left. I'm gonna go find a nice, quiet spot, and I'm going to teach myself how to knit. It's sort of an old family tradition. Amazing. While you do that, let's hear from Chloe and Susanna about day three. Hi, Molly. It's day three, and wow, these have grown a lot. They've grown about two inches. Bye. Very cool. We are seeing some growth already. All right, let's skip ahead three more days. Hey, Mitzi, how's the knitting coming along? Oh, that? It's good. Speaking of, here you go. A sweater? Yes, I knit it for you. I guess knitting sort of just comes naturally to me, which sort of makes sense. It's in my DNA as a mitt and everything. Well, we still have a few days left, Mitzi. What are you going to focus on next? Well, I'm going to go set up a woodworking station on the roof. Woodworking, huh? Yep. Woodworking means doing things like carving or whittling wood or just making things like birdhouses, chairs, or signs. I'm feeling crafty this week, so we'll just see how it goes. I can't wait to see what you make, Mitzi. But for now, let's check in with Chloe and Susanna for their day six update. Hi, Molly. Wow, these have grown a lot. It's been six days and they've grown at least five to six inches. Bye! Sounds like those plants have really shot up. That's amazing. And just as a final check, I want to see what these plants are looking like after one more week. So let's fast forward another week here. That would make this day 14. All right, Chloe, it's one week later. How are the scallions holding up? Hey, Molly. It's two weeks now, and it looks like that the scallions have grown about 10 inches. Bye. Fantastic. Molly, hey, how have you been? It's been forever. Ugh, I've missed you. I hope you had a nice week. I did, Mitzi. I was just about to recap with Chloe how this scallion regrowing activity went. Amazing. Well, when you're done with that, I have something I'd like to show you up on the roof. Sounds like fun. Well, listeners, we are going to hear a bit more about regrowing scallions and see what Mitzi has going on up on the roof right after this quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups, I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. We simply cannot have enough snacks in my house. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. If you don't live right next to a Kroger store, you can still have all your favorite Kroger's treats shipped right to you. It's fast and easy. Browse snacks and other stuff online, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Molly. Chad, I wanted to tell our listeners all about our latest cookbook, The Complete Cookbook for Young Scientists. This book answers the big food questions that kids want to know through fun and accessible science experiments that they can do at home, 
plus a ton of tasty and doable recipes that help demonstrate the concepts. So instead of just saying that, I thought we could try one of the experiments from the book. That sounds amazing. Let's do it. So in this experiment, we're going to learn where bubbles in a bottle of soda come from by dropping two different objects into glasses of seltzer and observing how they affect the seltzer's bubbliness. Okay, so you're just going to drop that grape into your glass of cold seltzer and then tell me what happens. Okay, here I go. A little bubbly. They're kind of just sticking to the grape. All right, let's try the raisin. Interesting. Yeah, so the raisin is bubbling, and those bubbles are kind of making their way towards the surface. What's the reason? You're going to have to read about it in the complete cookbook for young scientists available wherever books are sold. And we're back. So, Chloe, those scallions grew about a half inch per day, which is very quick for a plant. How does that compare to the prediction you made at the start of last week? My prediction was very off. I was two weeks off. Amazing. And after a week, they were still alive and well. Listeners, scallions can live for months in a jar of water that is refreshed every few days if you don't cut them. If you do cut them, they can regrow their green shoots twice. How and why this happens says a lot about how plants grow. What do you mean, Molly? Well, the white and green parts of scallions are used differently in cooking, but they do different things for scallions as they grow in the wild or in a garden as well. The white part of a scallion normally grows underground and stays below the dirt with the roots. Do you know what the roots of a plant do, Mitzi? For sure. The roots of a plant absorb or soak in water from the ground, or in this case, a jar. They're like the straws a plant uses to drink water. That's right. Plants need water to survive, just like animals and people do. The white part of scallions also stores nutrients. You can think of those nutrients almost like fuel, which is why when you cut the green scallion tops off, the white part has enough nutrients left to regrow them. But it won't keep happening forever. There's only enough nutrients in the white part of a scallion to regrow the green tops about two times. Amazing! So if the white part is below ground and stores nutrients, then the green part is probably above ground? That's right. The part of the scallion that's green grows above ground. It gets its color from a pigment called chlorophyll, which we learned all about in Lettuce Week. Chlorophyll and sunlight help give green plants energy to grow. So the roots give a scallion the water it needs, and the green above-ground part gives the plant the sunlight it needs. That is super neat! I think so, too. So why do you think scallions might have the ability to regrow like this, Mitzi? Hmm, uh, uh, what do you mean? Well, we know scallions started as plants that grow naturally out in the wild. And so they evolved, or learned over generations and generations, how to grow like this. Can you think of why? Well, since the white part is underground, it's probably protected from being eaten by lots of different types of animals. Maybe it can regrow so that if an animal like a cow or a sheep were to come by and eat the green shoots, the white part underground survives and can grow those green shoots back? That's exactly right, Mitzi. Nice work. And listeners, you can try this experiment with garlic as well. Just place unpeeled leftover garlic cloves root side or flat end side down in water. The greens that grow out of the clove can be used in cooking just like chives or scallion greens. 
excellent help with this experiment, Chloe. Thank you so much. No problem. It was awesome. Listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grownups, you can reach us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. All right, Mitzi, that's about it for pressing questions today. You said you had something to show me up on the roof? I did, but let me get it all prepped and ready first. Come on up in just a minute. While Mitzi is preparing her rooftop surprise, we have one segment left for Scallion Week. We like to end things with something a little wacky, so here is this week's wild card. You may have heard the phrase rapscallion before. If you haven't, it's another word for someone who is mischievous or a troublemaker. Well, today we have a few rapscallion rapscallions here to perform the opening number of their hit Broadway musical, Alexander the Scallion. Enjoy! How does this green shoot, white root, kind of an allium, bring value? Dropped in the middle of a boiling pot of ramen noodles or with cooked rice, it sounds nice, but is it? What is this thing and what can I cook with it? They're one dollar, maybe less, if you can barter and they'll last longer. But you gotta chop smarter by saving the white bottom and putting it in water, it grows back. That's right, this vegetable's a two-parter. Well, the word got around, they said this plant is insane, man. Took them to a garden and they learned to grow them by hand. Put them in a pot, now it became a house plant in the world, gotta grow this plant. What's your name, man? Alexander the Scallion. My name is Alexander the Scallion. And there's a million things to use me in. Put me on your plate, on your plate. When he gets back from the store, you want to use it in a pinch. It's a cooking onion. Really, there's nothing to it. Chop thin. Trim it real quick with the trick. Leave the white part with the roots about two to three inch. Put it in a jar, put the jar into a sunny place. Swap out the water every day. It's easy to replace the white part. Knows it's gotta grow or else. And pretty soon this plant starts to regrow itself. Alexander the Scallion. We wanna put you on our food. We might cut you back down, but you will regrow about. Two times, oh Alexander the Scallion, Alexander the Scallion, hello fresh things for you. Finish the plate like it's a dream with a classy sprinkle of green. Our food will never be the same. Oh, heart is in a skillet now. You can hear it Just cooking. The green part waiting to make a dish better Onion. looking. The onion looking super mad cause he's no longer booking. We, we made rice, rice with him. him. I made soup with him. She stir fried with him. Me, I loved him. And me? I had to make scallion pancakes. Cakes. Cakes. There's, There's a million, million things to use him in. Put him on your plate. What's your name, man? Alexander the Scallion. That, young chefs, was the opening number to the new smash Broadway hit, Alexander the Scallion. 
Kidding, of course. It's not really on Broadway. Yet. All right, listeners, let's head on up to the roof and see what Mitzi has in store for us. I know she was learning how to do some woodworking this week. Maybe it's a bench or a picnic table of some kind. Huh. I think I hear some music. Surprise! Wow, Mitzi, you built an entire carousel ride up here? Yes, I had a week, got a little carried away, but look how cool! But instead of horses, you used kitchen ingredients. I used the different ingredients in this season's recipe. See, look, you could ride this pepper mill or sit on this jar of mayonnaise. There's a sriracha bottle and a head of lettuce and a couple scallions, too. And I knit these little seat cushions on each one so it'd be more comfortable. This is really impressive, Mitzi. It looks so fun. What an amazing addition to our roof. Hooray! Ah, I'm so glad you like it. Do you want to take a ride? The tortilla chip, I think, is especially comfortable. Sounds good to me. Want to help me close out this week first, though? Of course! Listeners, we've come to the end of Scallion Week, and what a week it was! We learned all about how to cook the different parts of a scallion, how Chinese food restaurants were impacted by the pandemic, and how to regrow scallions in a jar. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about pepper, mayonnaise, sriracha, lettuce, tortilla chips, and scallions. We're getting very close. There's only two ingredients left. You'll have to tune in next week to find out what our next ingredient will be. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend. It's a great way to support our show. Or you can give us a review. Or not. You can just listen while you practice your newest hobby. That's fine, too. Until next time. Keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, strawberry shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hominoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, 
Kihup Young, Megan Bagala, Terrence Johnson, and Brianna Maya. Music composed and performed by Megan Bagala, based on a song from Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. All right, Molly, let's take this bad boy for a spin. Literally. Wow, it really spins and everything. How did you get this thing to move, by the way? Well, it's Chad-powered. Chad-powered? Yep. Look, he's on that little bike right over there. Hi, Chad. Keep pedaling. Hi, Mitzi. Hi, Molly. Oh, man, that does look tiring. Oh, don't worry. It's a great workout. (laughs) Okay. Faster, Chad. Faster. Wahoo! Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.